All righty, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast team capsules, and we are on to the Green Bay Packers. And uh, you know, we have spent most of this off season speculating. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has had some fun in the off season. He got married to Shailene Woodley. He was a great host of Jeopardy, if you didn't see that. He was winning uh, golf matches with some uh, elite putting skills uh, matched up uh, in that uh, Capital One big match uh, out in Montana. He was brilliant in that. Uh, We've seen a lot of that, but we haven't seen him in the Green Bay Packers camp, Wiz. And I'm just curious, where are you thinking right now? Are we getting... Closer to a decision, further from a decision. Do you think he has his mind made up? But is so many fallout and derivative effects from Aaron Rodgers if he is not the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, this is you know this could get this could get really uh, murky. Uh, this, this situation, you know, what you know, depending on. Uh, what happens, you know, uh, if he's there, you know, then it's a lot easier to evaluate. If he gets traded, then you can evaluate. But if this, like, holdout starts going on and on and on, and it's, like, starting to threaten week one, this can really make things complicated. Obviously, if Aaron Rodgers plays, it doesn't matter if he's playing with the Packers, the Broncos, or... uh, you know, any team in the NFL, he's going to be a top 12 quarterback drafted. Um, he was terrific last year. I thought it wasn't going to work out last year. I thought he was going to end up on the Broncos. Uh, that was my prediction, that he would end up on the Broncos this year. It was for different reasons, because I just thought they were going to struggle last year. And I think it was more of, like, how the season ended, a sour taste in his mouth, Probably a bit of pill as well, seeing Tom Brady pick and choose where he ends up going and winning a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm sure that the path for Aaron Rodgers, you know, is 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 is, is something that he is envisioned. But I'm not sure how it's going to come to fruition because he's on the contract. But. It's pretty simple. If he's playing, he's a quarterback one, no matter what team he's on. If he's not, I'm not going to be drafting Jordan Love uh, as a quarterback one. Um, I didn't love him coming out of college. I thought he's one of these guys with a terrific arm, terrific arm talent, but does not understand how to process what the defense is doing, makes – Terrible throws, especially in the middle of the field. Doesn't seem to learn from his mistakes. I haven't really seen anything of him, so I don't know like what has been corrected, if anything has been corrected. But I'm going to take a pass on Jordan Love. The question is, what do you do with some of those elite skill players that the Packers have if it is Jordan Love? But I see, you know, obviously Rodgers as a quarterback one, and I'm going to take a pass on Jordan Love. How do you see it? Yeah, so I'm, t- I'm definitely taking a pass on Jordan Love. Uh, there's no question about it. You know, Aaron Rodgers definitely came in with a chip on his shoulder last year. An MVP season, 48 touchdowns, unbelievably efficient. Basically, Green Bay was one of the most unstoppable offenses in the NFL last year. Uh, I'm hoping that he comes back. Um, I'm holding on to some positive uh, comments made by A.J. Hawk, who was out in Montana 
And they'd spent the week out there with with Rodgers in that match with Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, uh, and Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, so they were, he was out there, and he actually said, "Look, he doesn't see Aaron Rodgers playing football for anybody else but the Packers." So so that's the good news there. The question is, you know, given everything else that's going on in the man's life, uh, and and what he's kind of accomplished is has he is he satiated? Does he want to move forward? Is uh, he got the ability to put back all this stuff that's kind of happened in the offseason behind him? So I don't know what the answer is that, but I do take some. I hold on to that a little bit, given AJ Hawk, a teammate of him, and spending some time. But he did some. I would argue that those are somewhat positive comments that he doesn't think that Rogers plays anywhere else. I mean, certainly from a fantasy perspective, wherever Rogers goes, like you said, he, he makes any team better. Uh, but I'm hoping that it's with Green Bay, but if it's not with Green Bay, Jordan Love will not be on my list whatsoever. And I think that impacts every single player in this offensive team. Uh, to I would call them all undraftable. I don't care how good players like Aaron Jones have been and Devontae Adams. I would call everybody undraftable in my eyes with a, with a change of quarterback. Yeah, so Aaron Jones with with Aaron Rodgers, you know, is in that discussion at running back one. Uh, certainly like around top 15. Um, now you have a different quarterback in there. Um, either not going to be in the opposing team's red zone, scoring situations as much. So with Rodgers, we kind of kind of know what Aaron Jones is. He's a terrific player. Uh, he's got a great nose for the end zone. Uh, and A.J. Dillon is an ascending player who I think is a little bit more than just a handcuff to Aaron Jones. I think he's a player, and he's going to get a little bit more of those carries. The question is, what do you do with those two players if it's Jordan Love? Are you taking a pass? Is there any point when those players, especially Aaron Jones, becomes of value if he drops too far? If it's Jordan Love, what do you do with Aaron Jones? Yeah, I'm not drafting a player. Not, I'm not drafting the player. I'm not drafting A.J. Dillon. I get the fact that they're going to probably utilize those two players a bit more. But I just think the inefficient, my, my view on the offense being much more inefficient is enough to say, you know what, let somebody else worry about it. Um, I, I think, as you mentioned, if Aaron Jones, uh, sorry, if Aaron Rodgers is back, you know, Aaron Jones is definitely pushing number one. Uh, we can make the argument, especially with Jamal Williams not in um, Green Bay anymore. And given that there's a very distinct difference in the player skill set between Jones and A.J. Dillon. I think you'd see Aaron Jones catch more balls in this offense, quite frankly. Um, you'll see A.J. Dillon do a little bit more of that goal line probably at times and running out the clock. Um, but yeah, if, if Jordan Love is here, I'm staying away from the situation completely. If Rodgers is here, no question the number one guy in Aaron Rodgers, and I think A.J. Dillon would have standalone value in this offense. Yeah, and then, you know... Moving to to the wide receiver position is is interesting because I, I don't think any of those wide receivers, even if Aaron Rodgers is there, Amari uh, Rodgers and Scantling and Alan Lazard. I know you like Lazard, but I, I don't think any of those guys, even with Rodgers, is uh, is a fantasy football star. I don't think any of those guys, other players, are a top thirty five receiver in fantasy football. However, Devontae Adams makes for an interesting discussion because with Aaron Rodgers, he's, you know, arguably the number one fantasy wide receiver overall. He's certainly in the top two or three, no matter who you're debating that with. The question is, if it's Jordan Love, he takes a dip, 
how much of a dip? Are you going to view Devontae Adams in the same way that you're going to view Aaron Jones, that in your view he's undraftable and you would not draft Devontae Adams if it's Jordan Love at a quarterback? No, I, I would not. I, I, I would not. I think he drops uh, He drops out of the top 10. The chemistry that, first of all, you got to look at why, why Devontae Adams performed the way he did. The chemistry between those two players is unparalleled. Uh, they know exactly where each other is, how it's going to go. That is not going to be on display with those two players. Uh, sorry, with, with Jordan Love and Devontae Adams. So to me, Devontae Adams would just be kind of like a top 25 receiver, probably somewhere between 15 and 25. With Jordan Love, he would get fed the ball, no question about it. But there'd be a much lower percentage of balls caught. There'd be a distinct drop in touchdowns and a distinct drop in fantasy production. I guess my only other question about the wide receiver position for you is, with Aaron Rodgers, do you view any of those other three receivers, the rookie Amari Rodgers, Valdez Scanling, or Alan Lazard, as fantasy football starters, as top 35 um, with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback? Uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you tell me that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a quarterback on this team, knowing what this team lacked and given some of the noise that's coming out of camp thus far about Amari Rodgers, I'm going to make sure at the end of my drafts that Amari Rodgers is on some of my football teams. Yeah, I don't mind that view. I mean, I think he's an interesting guy that does something that the other players don't do. He, he give, he's more of a slot player. He's elusive. He has good short area quickness. So with Aaron Rodgers, I could see somebody, you know, taking kind of a flyer on him at the end to see if it works out because you always like to have a chance of having a receiver with Aaron Rodgers. Um, to me, Wiz, if you look at Valdez Scantling and Lazard, so Valdez Scantling has made some big catches over the years, uh, but just a, lots of inconsistency, right? Like he'll drop balls and all that sort of stuff. Uh, last year, if we look at Lazard, right? Yeah, I thought Lazard was going to have an okay year. And actually, if you remember how he started the season, right? He had that monster game against the Saints, and then he had that abdominal strain, and I don't think he ever made it back. So you could make the argument if Rodgers comes back that, you know, looking at what happened to Lazard and he got hurt last year and he really didn't come back, you, you could make that argument. I think he'll be kind of a forgotten guy. Um, if I like anybody outside of Rodgers, because as you mentioned, a different skill set. We know how Randall Cobb excelled in this lineup as a slot guy. But Lazard was really hurt by that injury last year. He lost a number. I think he missed like eight weeks of play. So uh, that was a distinct factor there. Yeah, yeah, I just think the shorthand and communication between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is just so strong that the other guys kind of just get sprinkled in and um, you're just never quite sure which, you know, when they're going to have, you know, a good game or not. Um, But I'll tell you, uh, to me, the one player on the Packers that value really hinges uh, if Aaron Rodgers plays or not, is Robert Tanyan. I think he's an ascending player, a player that Rodgers had a lot of confidence in, uh, was getting better and better. The rapport was getting better and better. He's an athletic guy. Um, and Rodgers, you know, was throwing the ball to him a lot in tough clutch situations. So I think Robert Tanyan with Aaron Rodgers is borderline tight end one right around that 12 to 14 or 15 group of tight end one of those really interesting tight ends and probably above a bunch of the other guys because of it's Aaron Rodgers however 
with the, with with the confusion that Jordan Love has on his film about throw passes in the middle of the field, the mistakes he would make, boy, I think Robert Tanyan falls completely off the radar if it's Jordan Love. So I have him potentially as a tight end one with Aaron Rodgers, um, but really off the radar totally if it's Jordan Love. How do you see it with Robert Tanya? So I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. If 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 Aaron Rodgers is that quarterback here, Robert Tanyan is a number one tight end in my eyes. So th- that's the way I see it. I think he's a slam dunk guy. Uh, he didn't drop a pass last year. Uh, now, the only thing to your point, I would say, the thing that probably hurts him a bit is his targets were relatively low, right? Only 59 targets. When you look at some of the elite tight ends, you know, they're catching anywhere between 80 and 130 balls. So to your point, I think that's probably why you have him kind of in the area that you do. Uh, I'd like to think given kind of the wide receiver situation and kind of the rapport that he's built with Tanya and the trust that you mentioned uh, with Rogers, excuse me, that Tanya would see more targets. He is a, he's not a big guy, but he's actually a very good blocker. Uh, This offensive line is one of the better blocking offensive lines in the league, though they have players coming back from injuries as well. But to your point, uh, no player would take a bigger hit uh, in fantasy than, than Tanyan, in my opinion. Uh, he's probably undraftable with Jordan Love. Uh, but with Rodgers, and let's say that that number, instead of 59 targets, jumps up to somewhere around 80 targets, uh, 85 targets. Uh, the level of efficiency and trust is there. Uh, and I think you would see him approaching top seven status as a result. Yeah, I mean, I, I, could, see, you know, I could see him definitely finishing inside the top 12 inside the top 10 potentially either, but it has to be, you know, Rodgers has to be there. Unlike Devontae Adams, who, you know, should be drafted in all formats, you know, whether you view him now as a wide receiver one or even dip down to wide receiver two, but I just feel like uh, Robert Tanyan, his fantasy football future of 2021 is directly uh you know directly tied to it oh yeah, yeah no it, it hinges on rogers play let me let me ask you was does it bother you in fantasy when a player and we've talked about this before touchdown dependent players like Tanyan had 11 touchdowns. Uh, you, you've talked about Jared Goff in the, uh, sorry, Jared Cook in the past about that. When you look at that, I, I think it's a little different, at least in my eyes, because of that no drops and the trust, you know, in in clutch situations to throw. But do you think this is a little bit different when you talk about a player like Tanyan because of that uh, chemistry that he's built up with Rodgers? Yeah, I, I think I think the way teams approach Green Bay when they get down there is. They really try and do everything to take away Devontae Adams. And Green Bay's offense is so clever that they're still able to get the ball to Devontae Adams with motion and the way they they run their offense and and their designs of plays. But I just feel like, you know, Rodgers doesn't really care who he throws it to. He's just going to throw it to the open guy. And and Tanyan has gotten very, very good at that. And uh, I just feel like, you know, when teams trying to – take away one player like Devontae Adams, it's just going to be, you know, um, a situation where Tanya's going to get a lot of those passes in the, in the, in the red zone. So uh, while it's random and I talk about that a lot, you know, he, I just feel he's going to be going forward as long as Rogers is there, a good red zone target, and he's going to catch a fair amount of touchdowns and he's athletic and he's not afraid to throw it to him down the field as well. He's very good at that. I agree. And you know, it's amazing. Undrafted guy, right? Undrafted guy. 
guy. We talk about the, you know, it's important to, you know, even though the NFL draft, you know, Wiz and I love watching it, but there will be guys that come out of this season that tag along on rosters. You do have to pay attention to what's going on in these camps, but I, I think Tanya was a great story and, and really made, and no drops again. So I think your assessment of the player is bang on. And I'm going to take a pass on the Green Bay defense. I won't be drafting them in any formats whatsoever. Um, Mason Crosby is, is the type of kicker that, you know, you may want to stream and depending on the matchups, but you always have to wonder what the conditions are going to be kind of late in the season with him. He had a good year. He uh, kicked some from 50-plus. He's been steady. He's actually been better the last couple of years. He had a stretch there where he was a little consistent, but uh, I think Crosby is nothing more than a streaming kicker for me. Uh, if Rodgers is not there, it'll be a complete pass uh, for me on Crosby, and uh, I'm taking a pass on the Green Bay defense as well for me. Yeah, the Smith brothers are, are, are good, you know, in terms of sacks, but the defense doesn't super excite me. Not a great secondary, uh, definitely a work in progress at the linebacker position as well. Crosby's kind of interesting, as you mentioned. He did he struggled, as he slumped a bit, you know, kind of like in 2017, 2018. I agree with you you that he's going to he's going to kick in some lousy conditions for sure especially late in the season up in Green Bay uh the amazing thing is the efficiency on this offense last year he was kicking extra points he kicked 60 almost 60 extra points 59 extra points last year only attempted 16 field goals he made every single one of those field goals so so he, he was very good he's definitely more he's definitely more successful no question about it but I gotta say uh, it's it's probably a kicker that I'm also going to avoid I'm gonna even though in an elite offense it's a pretty efficient one I think there's no way I'm going near the player uh, if Aaron Rodgers is not there yeah, I mean, and if Aaron Rodgers is there, you know, and they got fourth and two from the 33-yard line, and Aaron Rodgers says we're going for it, <laughs> then they're going for it. So uh, it's probably one of the main reasons why Crosby had such a limited amount of attempts because when you have a player like Aaron Rodgers, uh, you tend to want to go for it for those situations. So uh, I think we both have the same viewpoint on Crosby and the Packers' defense as well. All righty, Wiz, and that means we have one more team to go, your Minnesota Vikings, uh, to finish up the NFC North Capsules, uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. A very thorough and excellent job as always, Wiz, and I love to hear what you say about your Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> 